tidy ho. <laughs> nope. That, one, that nope. one's not it. That one doesn't work. That one doesn't work. Hey, y'all. Hi. Welcome to the Dear Hi. Me, Love Me podcast. A mini-sode. This is an episode where y'all write your letters into us and we read them back to you and we learn a little something on the way. And we don't have to do any of the work. None of the work. It's some of my favorite times. Me too. <laughs> this is the equivalent of playing heads up seven up at school. Or like this is the equivalent of getting into science class and a sub comes in rolling the, the AV cart. And you know Bill Nye's coming on and you know you don't boo, have to do boo, shit. Boo, boo, boo. That boo, or Zaboomafoo. Oh, Yes. I'm throwing it back, but it's the boom. Yeah. Hell yeah. We are reading two letters this week. I, you're going first. So she emails us and she says, um, thank you for creating such amazing podcasts. If you, you can cut things, you don't have to read it. And I'm just like, fuck all of you for saying you can cut things because I want to read everything you write. No matter how long you guys make your letters. We're not going to cut it because again, zero work. For zero us. work. Also, she said, P.S. I met Brooke many summers ago when she was still swimming with her favorite fish. I've added the picture because I don't know if you all remember the Grace face, but I think we should bring it back. Did you ever watch Grace Helbig on YouTube? Daily Grace. I I love her. And she did. Daily Grace is going to teach you how to do something. She would go ding and she put her her fist under her mouth. And and so that's why uh, Rebecca and Ariel have our Grace facing. Ding. Ding. I did that many a times. Okay. So I'm going to start reading Kate's. This is very specific. Dear May 2016, Kate. Very specific. I'm into it. You are about to graduate from your dream university with your bachelor in elementary education, focusing on special education. Whoa. Very nice. You have proved all those people who told your mom you would never graduate high school because of your learning disability. You also showed the people in the School of Education that you can be a teacher and that those grades from freshman year did not ruin you. In the fall, you are going to start your master's program at the same university in special education. Don't worry, you will graduate. (laughs) A lot is about to happen in the next four years of your life, so here are four things to keep in mind during Mm. the next four years. I love that. Like four years, four things. Four years, four things. Lego. Number one. The dynamic of your family is going to change. Health changes, moves, and jobs, but enjoy all the time you get to spend with your family. They will become your rock, and even as everything changes, both both with you and them, they bond, the bond you have with all four parents and your sister will only get better. Make sure you keep telling them how much you love them because you will start to lose family, friends, and realize how short life really is. Mm. Number two, stop waiting around for Phil to propose. (laughs) First, it will happen, but spending all your time hoping it will happen does not help. (laughs) (laughs) Although you have been telling everyone that you don't think it will happen anytime soon, you secretly are. Let it go. He's the most (laughs) fantastic thing that has ever happened to you. He loves you. And guess what? He He creates the perfect engagement based on your childhood. And flies in your best friend from California and gets train tickets for your sorority big and little sister to be Aww. here. Also, you have been living with him for three years and it is incredible. So stop stressing about that. <laughs> it changes nothing. I'll be the first to tell you. It's the same as living with somebody. Don't it's stress so, about it. It was so funny. Um, 
our friend Liz, uh, she mm-hmm. and her now husband Robbie have been together for so long. And I remember uh, like a couple years ago, I looked at Liz and I go, when is Robbie going to propose? And she goes, you know what? I was thinking the exact same thing. I really don't know. I was just like, we go down to Disney all the time and I just think he's going to do it. And then he does it. And then I do all this stuff. Oh. And like she, she ran her like first like princess marathon and she thought he was going to do it after and he didn't. And so she was sad. And, but then, um, I'll, I'll tell you their engagement story. She, he like her friend Ellen was like hey Liz let's go get her nails done because I'm like really needing them done before this baby is due or before something and she's like okay Ellen and they go to the nail salon and while they were at the nail salon and dinner Robbie set up their whole apartment in Astoria to look like uh Rapunzel with with uh, little tangled lanterns and like set up a secret camera and then so she got home her nails were all done just had a girl's day with her best friend Ellen and then she comes in and it was like pitch dark except for all the candles lit in the paper (gasps) lanterns and he's like down on one knee (laughs) and is like proposing and she's like it was better than any anything that perfect engagement absolutely so I feel like especially uh when you're like waiting around for somebody to pop the question when you live with them it's like it's you hard. said it doesn't it doesn't change anything but it's so hard because in the back of your mind you're like oh there's so many things I like want or like yep I want well, to be it feels like an achievement yeah and honestly it, it might be for some couples it's such a yeah. big step and I so I I understand I that waiting that game now of Liz, Liz over oh, yeah it's really cute okay Number three, you will meet slash strengthen your friendships with some of the most amazing people during this time. Remember that girl who would also sit in her car at student teaching and you would both shake your heads because of how much you did not want to go in? (laughs) Guess what? She's one of your bridesmaids. (laughs) During your internship, you go through so many ups and downs that helped bond you. Your mentor teacher, she might scare you and make you cry some days. She does it because she cares. She teaches you about not only how to be a good teacher, but also a good person. She shows you how important it is to treat every person in the building equally, because without them, the school would not run. The P.E. teacher, who you think is way too cool to be your friend, guess what? (laughs) She becomes such a positive force in your life that you did not know you needed. I love that P.E. teachers, no matter the age, are still considered like the coolest teachers. (laughs) <laughs> I know. Like I love it. Even if you're a student teacher, you're like, ah, she's way too cool to be my friend. She's, she's the PE true. teacher. Like, I can't. She's I so can't, cool. I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. I can't uh, do it. Oh, man. I love that. It's like so many impacts of her life that she didn't know was going to happen. And I love friends like that, that you – you know, sit next like next to each other in the car or yeah. you they are somebody who scares you but there's your mentor. It's like you never know when you walk into the room if somebody's in there is gonna change your life. Because it's yeah, possible. You don't. And it seems like she had a lot of these people come into her life in such a short mm-hmm. period of time um and make such a huge impact. So I think that's pretty Aww. cool. Number four, stop putting yourself last. During your first year of teaching you will push yourself and burn out. We both know you. You will say yes because you are a people pleaser and want to prove you are good at what you do. Guess what? All that will kick you in the butt. Eventually, you will break down. The second that you think you are not in the right work environment, start looking for a way out. Even if you figure out too late and quit your job, then end up taking a year off from teaching, this will be the best thing you have ever done. I know it is scary, 
but doing things for you and not others is okay. You will eventually figure out that you should be teaching, but take some time off. Start by finding yoga. Trust me, it will change your life. Do it. Hmm. You both love yoga. I love yoga. I wonder what kind of yoga Kate does. Yeah, I just started like in the quarantine world. Kate, let us know if you go to classes or if there's like an online Hmm. thing that you like. Because I'm sure T would like a, a other people to look at too and then I absolutely can also start something that I have never done before a lot is going to happen know that you will eventually go from Disney store cast member to Disney World pass holder hey moving on up moving on up moving on up even with all the crazy there will be lots of magic so enjoy it all love Kate I loved that thanks Kate thank you Kate I'm that's amazing that you know people would tell her mother that they weren't sure that she was going to graduate high school. And then now she went on to complete a master's program. And is teaching. She is a master of special education. A master. A master. (laughs) Okay, Alexis. I'm a master at nothing. (laughs) I'm a master at nothing. I'm a master. What is she? Oh, my God. That's the only TikTok I approve I love that journey for me. I love that journey for me. It's the only TikToks I approve is people redoing the little bit of Lexus. Oh. I'm a little bit tipsy when I drive my car. Love oh my Alexis. Gosh. Have you heard the her boyfriend like posted a story about like right before her audition, she told her agent that she wanted to go in for comedies and her agent was like, No, you're not funny, you need to take acting classes before I'll send you in for anything. And then she got an audition for this like the next day or something and booked it. And she's like, Who's not funny now? What did they think she was? Because I can't see her being anything other than funny. Just a straight actor because she asked new comedy and they were like, no. Oh, my God. She Mm -hmm. is so funny. Right. But not to derail from that, but I I did. I loved that journey of going from people saying that she can't to surpassing the can completely graduating high school, graduating college, becoming a master and then becoming a special education teacher. It's amazing. You should be really, really proud of yourself. So proud. Now, whose letter do you have? I have Grace. It says, hi, I am 14 years old and my name is Grace. I wanted to write a letter to myself regarding some stuff I went through a couple years ago. I have no clue if it will never make it into a mini episode. And if it does, cool. If not, that's fine. It's here. It's here. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Dear me. Hey, self. How's it going? Hi, Grace. I know. I know. Not good. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. Not good. That's amazing. Hey, self. How's it going? I know. Not good. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that was a fantastic opening though, Grace. I already lived through what you're living through right now. You're scared because you lost the one person who was always there leading the way. The one person who's always strong, even in moments where no one could have blamed her if she broke down crying or even if she just screamed. She had so many reasons to, yet she continued to lead you and all of her, the other younger team members with laughter and love. Now she's gone. Somehow in the midst of all of this, you've taken her place. The cruel words that were once said to her are said to you. You come home from practice every night with new bruises on your body. You want to quit. The person hurting you is your coach, but you don't understand why it's all happening to you. You don't know it now, but every day you're getting stronger. You're building a wall in your mind. I'm here to tell you to stop. Stop shutting everyone out. Get away from this team. You've battled your coach's abuse long enough now. You are scared to say something. You are scared that you will be the one in trouble. You won't. You're so strong, so brave, and yet you can't bring yourself to do the one thing that will save you. Ahead of you, there's another team. 
Your coaches will care about you. Don't be scared of them. They might yell sometimes, but every good coach will. They are trying to help you. They're not like your old coach, and it's okay to trust them. For that matter, it's okay to trust other people too. I know, right now, you don't. You can't. But you will be able to trust again. You will be able to laugh, to smile. You'll even have people tell you that you're the happiest, most outgoing person they've met. You will even like competitive swimming again. You won't believe it now, but on your new team, three years from where you are now, you'll have a big group of friends and you'll have coaches who love you for who you are. Be the buffalo kiddo and power through the storm you're facing. I promise you'll come out on the other side. Love me. Whoa. Yeah. When when adults take advantage of kids in a, oh. a team setting, uh, it can absolutely shatter your, your oh. worldview at yeah. such a young age. In a position where they children are already so vulnerable yeah. and you're in a position of power and you abuse that, you're a terrible person. You're a garbage human. You're a garbage human. I'm so, so sorry that happened to you, Grace. And I am so grateful that you found other coaches. Yeah, for sure. And because a coach, a relationship with a coach is any other relationship. They can be abusive. Mm-hmm. They can be great. They can be mentorships. They can be all sorts of things. So I'm so glad that you have other coaches. And I understand her, her thinking that staying and enduring something mm-hmm. um, is is strength, but the walking away is even stronger. You well, don't need to stay and to no. prove that you're strong. And she's right, though. And she's like, I think I'm the only one going to get in trouble because as a kid, you do. Yeah. You know, you're like, who do I tell that my soccer coach or my gymnastics coach or my swimming coach is abusive and yelling at me what other grown-up do I go to you know right because you one you don't want to maybe go to your parents because they they might just say like that's your coach you gotta listen to like them. or and you don't want to bring it up to a teammate because what if they tell the coach and then mm-hmm. things get worse it's you, you feel like you're in a situation where you can't get out of but the fact but that can she can just she walked away and found something better is, is such a strong uh, testament to her um, ability to assess the situation and get out and get moving and go forward and, and absolutely, move yeah, it's sure. it's really incredible and you should be really really proud of yourself, Grace, for getting through all that and also for the ability to recognize that you can trust again and in your someone you know that people say is like the happiest most outgoing person. Yeah. That's huge to go through something so terrible and to not let it chip away at your spirit too much. Absolutely. And it seems like she's in a better place now to the point where she can reflect on that time Mm -hmm. and want to tell her herself that it's going to be better. So I'm really glad that she's in a better place than she was uh, at the time that she wrote about. And if any of you listening have relationships like this where you think they're not healthy or you are scared of a coach in not a good way, like talk to another adult, go to your parents, go to your principal at your school, talk to other people because there will be someone that will help you. And that's not something that you need to put up with ever. Absolutely not. And even as an adult, I think that if somebody is like hurting you in a way Mm -hmm. that is either emotionally abusive or physically, it's like sitting and enduring it may seem like you're strong, but it's, it's when you have the knowledge to look and realize you're in a terrible situation and get out of it is the, is when you are at your best and you are, you're at your peak strength is, is being able to walk away. Absolutely. I think these were two really great letters. They were wonderful. If any of you have a letter you would like to write us about anything in your life, uh, feel free to email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. 
Absolutely. And we will see you on Thursday. Bye. That's quarantine, baby. <laughs>